0: Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk, for fans, by
1: fans. Hey NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fantastic Two, and that is myself and the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend, my boy, Mr. Front Row Kenny. How you doing, Kenny? yo
0: yo yo what's happening what's good what's good good people i hope everyone is doing well and as always i hope y'all staying hydrated because it is for sure getting hot it was in the 90s all weekend here in the queen city of charlotte north carolina it was warm i'm sure renee you dealt
1: with plenty of that (laughs) oh
0: my
1: god dude it was uh probably probably about as hot as it's been uh, since summer has began over here in central valley california and uh, uh once again for those who are lo- turning, tuning in for the first time, or if you just forgotten, to some of our listeners that have been listening all the time, I am uh, currently in Central Valley between Fresno, California, and Bakersfield, California, and it was probably around I want to say maybe maybe high nineties, low triple digits, but nevertheless, it was Ooh, scorching hot oui. this weekend. Yeah, buddy. It was it was pretty bad. And and which which goes into my weekend, we and I really had a really nice weekend. Not turned up like it normally is. I actually had a really relaxed what? weekend. Yeah. Yeah, believe it or not. So, here's here's to the extent of, of what I call a relaxed weekend. So, a buddy of mine had a birthday party, and now he lives in Santa Clarita, and from where I'm at, it's about 2 hours. So, I went over there. And uh, I had some barbecue. had had a, a little bit of a Japanese whiskey, which was absolutely fire. I've heard that
0: is so good. I've seen is, like clips of it, and it yeah. like or not even clips or pictures of it like online, and people have also taken videos, of course, drinking yeah, brother, it. But It looks like dude, it's pretty it, damn you,
1: good. Yeah, man. If you uh, ever get to get uh, a hold of some Japanese whiskey, Hibiki is the one that we had. And it's a little pricey, but it's absolutely worth it. It's so smooth. It's delicious. And I think a friend, another friend of the family had come over and cooked some ribeyes on the grill. And I I mean, the only thing we were missing were cigars. I'm going to be honest with you.
0: Uh, (laughs) Yeah, Um,
1: (laughs) definitely cigars. But brother, it was, it was fantastic. And I had a good time catching up with a lot of old friends that I hadn't seen in a while. I came all the way back, and um, my my landlord, where I'm staying at, had had a, a little private party going on for her nephew who who had just turned 20. Now let me tell you, this kid had just turned 20, Kenny. Not not 21, not not any specific you know age where you go. Okay, that's a that you know that's an age where you you kind of go over the top. You know what I mean? 25. I don't know. Maybe almost 30. Maybe I don't know. This kid turned twenty, and he had two hundred and fifty people here at this ranch where, where we live at, and they had they had a damn I think it was like an eight piece band. Yeah, <laughs> I mean they had it. It looked like a wedding. They had tables set up all over the yard. It was just they they had they had a valet parking. They had security. I mean, I was like, oh my god! And it, dude, it was it was so amazing. So of course, you know. I stayed. I stayed up and 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 hung out with the family a little bit, not too much, you know. But I I I came upstairs and just you know relaxed. And then on Sunday, man, you know, I'm t- I'm telling you, Kenny, I, I I literally took myself on a date all day Sunday. Like I got up, I watched. I got up, I had a little breakfast, and I watched the old Top Gun, and then went out uh, and and bought myself a a, a pizza and hot wings. Took myself to lunch, and then right after lunch, I took myself to a nice movie and watched the new Top Gun, which is absolutely amazing. I'm not going to make no spoiler alerts, but it is absolutely <laughs> amazing, and they did a really good job of redoing that that classic, and I'm going to tell you, i I definitely go pay and see it again. Hey, look,
0: I like I told you before we hopped on the pod, I am definitely going to go see it. My plan is to go see it. Tomorrow, you guys are, we are recording on a Monday, so you guys should hit this episode on Tuesday. And we're going to work on it tonight because I want to also treat myself to another day tomorrow because um, I'm not working. So, there you go. either way, I'm really excited to go see Top Gun. If y'all don't know, I've probably mentioned it a thousand times on this podcast. I'm an aviation enthusiast anyway, so that just doubles the interest for me, and I'm looking forward to it. So, again, I have not heard a single bad thing about it. Renee has ranted about it and raved about it. <laughs> um, my girlfriend's parents have raved about it and you know what? Every time I've ran into a person in the, you know, in the wild or however you want to say it or public, but
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: they have also the same thing. And I'm like, dang, that's incredible for what is a, you know, what is a sequel? That That is insane because yeah, that and, doesn't and- always happen that way.
1: And you know what, I, I Kenny, I I am gonna recommend that you do watch the, the the original one first because then you can you can get you can kinda get a lot of things that might that might go over your head during the new one. But but if you watch the old one first, it, it'll 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 really make the, the, the new one a lot more sense to understand in, in some in, in some parts, you know what I mean? and oh, that's yeah, all I'm going to say without making a a, a spoiler <laughs> thing but because I don't I hate when people spoil spoil I hate when people spoil a movie for me so I'm not going to do it to anybody else so uh definitely if you can watch the original and then go watch the 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 new Maverick and it, it is yeah, it is just going to you're going to love it even twice as more well I'm glad cuz I am a step ahead of you I did watch it last Sunday I think I watched
0: the original oh, one cuz I think it was just on it was like the last day it was gonna be on Netflix, and I was telling my mom, I was like, "Yeah, I'm definitely gonna go see this movie." And so, I watched the original, and I love, I, lo- I obviously have loved the original for a long, not long time, because it was came out before I was born. But still, it's a great movie from the '80s, by far. Even if you've never seen it, and you may not have plans to go see the new Top Gun, I would still highly recommend watching the old one because it was just such a damn good movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
1: And then after you see it, we'll talk about it on on, on next week on the podcast.
0: <laughs> yes, next yes next week we can actually mention we can just mention yeah. some things of that. And obviously, I won't try and spoil anything for people. I'll just give my review in terms of how I felt about the movie. That's all I'll do for y'all. But there you go. Yeah, I guess I might as well say something about my weekend, which was not much because I worked all weekend, so I didn't really do too much. Nothing too crazy. Of course, I watched the finals on Sunday evening. Unfortunately, by the third quarter, it was night night time because the. Golden State Warriors, they were getting ready to run away with that one, and they did. Yeah. So they stole a game in Golden State, and now the series is tied 1-1 as we we're recording this episode. And after that, they play again on Wednesday. So it should be a pretty good game. And if you guys want to tell us, who you, who are you rooting for? Personally, I am rooting for the Celtics, only because my cousin is a Celtics fan. I don't mind the Golden State Warriors because,
1: like, Stephen Curry. So, Yeah. yeah.
0: That, that's what I got for right now.
1: <laughs> well, there you go. Well, I tell you what, before we get into some NASCAR talk, Kenny, I think there's a, a little something you'd like to say about a, a certain somebody making his second debut.
0: Yeah, and I guess we'll kick the NASCAR talk off with a little bit of a different way. We don't always talk about the truck series on the podcast, but my good friend Brad Perez will be racing in the truck series for the second time in his racing career so he'll be at sonoma with the i set my friends on fire truck and that's right you heard that correct if you don't know what i set my friends on fire exactly is it is a band um rock band in particular out of miami have a good relationship with brad obviously and they were able to make something happen and help him continue to pursue his nascar dream and he'll be getting his second start this upcoming weekend at sonoma so it's going to be really, really cool. I'm really excited for him to get that type of opportunity, and I know he'll do well. It's going to be really exciting. Like I said, the band is going to be on the car, as well as some sponsors that are returning um, from his Coda debut, like Apex Coffee Roasters, Victory Sim, Kimberly Curvin. Real Estate will also be joining again, so I'm super excited for these type of things to happen. It's always cool to see your friends pursue their dreams and um, do what they really love, and he's a very talented driver, and man, I know he's going to kill it at Sonoma, can't wait to see him out there on the track, I know he's really excited, and I know, at least as far as I'm concerned, he is still working on that truck right now, getting it ready for this upcoming weekend, so yeah, it's going to be exciting, I'm super thrilled for him, I know he'll do well, and also, shameless plug, despite him hitting the goal for the t-shirts, you can still buy more t-shirts, help them buy tires, and all those other important racing things. If you guys go follow Brad Perez on Twitter, um, you can go to his page, go on his website, and you guys can get yourself a T-shirt. I got mine, so I'm gonna need y'all to get yours as well. And yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend. I cannot wait to see how that unfolds for him.
1: I'll tell you who. I'll tell you who else is very talented. May not get a whole lot of love uh, in the regular NASCAR series, but Mr. AJ Allmendinger. Won the Xfinity inaugural race at Portland. How about that, man? He is a road course
0: specialist, obviously, and <laughs> totally he's also, right. I mean, and he's also <laughs> won other races too, which has
1: been amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, dude. You know what? It's so amazing how some guys are just like they they have they are just like like masters of a certain you know like track. You know, and especially when it comes to road courses, because AJ Allmendinger has always been a good road course tracker.
0: Yeah, no, he's super talented on that front. It's been also cool to see him win a couple races on the ovals like at Las Vegas and just to name one place. But yeah, it rained in Portland. So we got our ra- a ra- race in the rain in Portland. And what a perfect place for that, because those fans really did pack out the Portland International Raceway. That race was bonkers. I didn't get a chance to watch it live. Unfortunately, but I watched the highlights. I obviously saw what happened between Ty Gibbs and Jesse Awuji and that whole debacle. That yeah. was something else that nobody expected to happen, but it did. Yeah. But yeah, it was a crazy. It was a crazy race, though. Nevertheless, like it, it definitely provoked the emotions. Sheldon Creed got in a an accident, and he also gave uh, his the person <laughs> who started that accident the double bird, so he wasn't too thrilled. And look, I understand it's a high emotion sport, and. That's what we got, but the first race in the Xfinity Series at Portland was a success in a lot of people's mind, and I think it's just really cool to see the Pacific Northwest get a chance at having a race. I think Portland is a really great facility to run races, for one. Yeah. I think it's the one and only racetrack on the schedule right now that I know of, at least, unless someone can correct me, but I think that's the only track someone can actually reach that venue by public transportation. That's kind of cool. Like, I don't know many others because every other racetrack I've ever been to, if you ain't got a car, I have no idea how you're going to make it out there. I I really couldn't even tell you, but... Yeah, we'll see you know, how, we'll see if they come back again.
1: <laughs> yeah, and you know Kenny, I I've, I've been to Portland many a times and I can tell you like uh, exactly like where where that track is. You're absolutely right. I I believe like that might be the only uh track where you could actually take a public uh transportation and get there. And it's it's almost perfect. Now, I, I and and then I have to agree with you again that all the other tracks, I mean, you if you ain't got a car or or a motorcycle or some kind of <laughs> motor vehicle, uh, you know, <laughs> it, 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 Unfortunately, you're just not gonna. I mean, it's gonna, you know, take 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 you a lot more to get there. But yeah, but that that is the one cool thing about Portland that I'm glad you pointed out because that 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 definitely is one less thing that you have to worry about.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, it was a, a very different race for sure. Arca also raced there as well this weekend, and again, we go back to the road courses, and we're staying out west. So I'm yeah. really looking forward to Sonoma as well. But of course. We got to talk about what happened in Gateway, a.k.a. Blue, well, a.k.a. Mound City.
1: <laughs> yeah, you, you know, Kenny, I mean, if you think if you think that Xfinity, you know, race was wild and tensions were high, boy, that, that gateway, those gateway highlights just I mean, you know, Kenny, we were talking about this, you know, before the before we started the podcast. And I mean, I think we 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 stopped we stopped each other from talking because we're going to save this for the <laughs> podcast because dude i think i asked you how many how many drivers started the race and you said there were 36 right mm-hmm. yeah okay so i i think by the end of the race 34 of those drivers were pissed off at ross Chastain.
0: <laughs> man he he caught hell he, he caught hell on sunday and you know I the mean, funny thing about gateway initially was that drivers kind of mentioned was it wasn't gonna end up being that type of show but we got a hell of a show for what it's worth a place that is very hard to pass no doubt but i think that just intensified everything because like ross chastain and his deal the first one with denny hamlin he was behind him for quite a few laps and eventually i guess he got impatient enough and was aggressive enough on that corner and sent him into the fence so Denny was not happy or as I said on on the Twitter account, James Dennis Hamlin was not a happy camper. He was very, he was
1: very mad. (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) Man, like I I was like, anytime you use your full name. Yeah, man. Never a good thing. (laughs)
0: <laughs> hey, look, they, if, if y'all don't know me by now, my sense of humor and things like that are always going to happen. I'm always going to do things like you, you're you going to think of it. You're going to be like, man, this is definitely some Kenny well, humor yeah,
1: right here, 100%. <laughs> yeah, but, and you know what, Kenny, I, I'm just like I'm just like any other fan. You know, I like, okay, I'm just like any other fan, I guess, of Ross Chastain. Like, I like this kid. You, you you knew I liked this kid, you know, just kind oh, of yeah. like, especially when he started winning. And I'm like, man, I, this, this kid is fantastic. And I don't think I've ever been excited for, for a new driver than Ross Chastain in a very, long time. Maybe Chase Elliott was probably the last one that I felt this good about. But I like the fact that 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 Chastain drives aggressive and and we were talking about it even when he didn't have a really good car, he still drove aggressive, but when you have a car that can mm-hmm. actually do some things, you realize, you know, that that it's it's going to do more things than what you probably thought. And this is not this is not a good part of of what you you want that car to do, and and he really just managed to piss off a whole lot of people. But especially, but especially you know <laughs> Denny Hamlin and 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 uh, Chase Elliott.
0: You know that's the crazy thing about that. Yes, one hundred percent. He is a very talented driver. There is no doubt about it. I think yeah. a lot of people saw that even when he was in the premium motorsports cup car which was at the back of the grid but Mm -hmm. he definitely got more out of it than most people and same thing when he was at jd motorsports and xfinity he got the most out of that car that your average person isn't just going to get he is just that type of driver he is literally the he's literally like i guess you could say the blue collar guy but also has quite a bit of personality on the track so to speak correct he races he races well matter of fact the best way i can say it he races like there's a chip on his shoulder right and There's nothing wrong with that. I'll be with that. Obviously, you know, you live and die by that. Like, sometimes it's in your favor. Sometimes it's not. But his first win, it was in his favor, and he got it done at Coda, and that's how that started. And, you know, Mm -hmm. obviously he's also got his second win this year at Talladega, and he's in a really good spot this season-wise, and a lot of people are already penciling him in as one of the championship contenders, no doubt. But, Yeah. yeah, sometimes those type of things happen on track. But I still think the funniest thing of them all out of that enti- those entire sequences between Chase and Denny, Denny fans don't like Chase. <laughs> Chase fans don't like Denny. And so, my, my other homie Moonhead on Twitter had posted a picture, and it was like the, it was like Bloods and Crips basically, and they had the blue and red red bandanas hanging up together. I know you guys have seen the picture before. I'm gonna make sure yeah. I, I quote tweet that at some point. But when I saw that, I'm like, yo, that is probably like the perfect analogy to the way <laughs> they feel about each other. But They all collectively decided to agree that they were not big fans of Ross Chastain on Sunday at Gateway. So it was crazy in itself. I didn't expect that race to be as crazy. But again, going to these inaugural races, my thought process is always, look, if I don't have an expectation at the end of the race, I literally can only think of whatever just happened, and that's just going to be the result. And I think a sold-out crowd got a really, really good glimpse of what it's like with the next-gen car
1: 100%. But I will tell you this Kenny though, you know, at, you know, and his post-game, you know, interview when he was uh, walking away from the track, you know, now he owned up to it. He owned up to it Kenny, and I thought that that was probably the best thing that he could have done. That was the right thing to do. That was the mature <laughs> thing to do. But it was so funny because you know, by the time they got to Hamlin, and I was and, and now Kenny, I was surprised at how calm uh, Hamlin was during his own post post-race interview. So I don't know whether they had talked to him already when when Ross <laughs> had apologized or not but it was so funny because Denny was like well you know you know after he got in you know after he got into you know you know Chase it was like he didn't seem too shy about being too aggressive because he got into everybody else and I was like yeah, well yeah. He, he did he, he, uh, he so did. It, it didn't seem like he got shy I, you know I was like well damn you, I, I mean <laughs> I don't know, man. It was just so funny at how this whole I mean, thing knew. started to unfold.
0: Yeah, I mean, he knew what it was. Like he knew yeah. there was, you know, potentially going to be repercussions for what it was. And the funniest thing, still to this day, was both Chase Elliott and. <laughs> And Denny Hamlin, at the same time, on the same lap, ran him up, you know, almost against the fence. And, oh my God, you know, it was... I
1: saw that. That was that was probably the worst thing that could have happened to Ross, because that, that could have been a lot worse. It was know? poetic.
0: Like, that's the crazy thing. It was so oh, poetic, absolutely. the way it just, like, unfolded. Like, I have never seen anything, at least recently, I haven't seen anything like that where... It's two drivers in the same race, and they all are both against the same <laughs> one that caused them a problem. And I'm like, man, they, yeah, they weren't happy, and, you know, they have every right in the world not to be. And so, you know, if somebody doesn't – or if somebody gets in a situation where they don't want to give a lap back and they want to give them a hard, a hard time at the end of the stage or whatever it may be, hey, so be it. It might happen. I'm not sure how it's going to unfold. Sonoma will be really interesting because, you know, obviously those restarts at Sonoma – can be very bunched up. And yeah. it can get pretty crazy at times. So, you know, even throughout the race, we'll see how that even unfolds. And, you know, going forward through the remainder <laughs> of the season, you know, I, well, drivers I, don't have a very short memory, I feel like, personally.
1: Yeah, well, I think Dell Jr. said that as well. But uh, I, I'm going to tell you, you know, what I thought was so funny as well was that on Hamlin's radio, somebody had called down and told him, uh, hey, look, the tower says you've made your point. And, and, and Denny just started laughing. And he's like, yeah, right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't even blame him because, you know what, the crazy crazy thing about Denny is he had some spurts where some things went wrong and he wrecked some people like very yeah. – it was obviously blatant and deliberate. But when he tried to, you know, dial that back just a bit and try and raise people clean, the opposite thing has happened to him more often than anything. Like him and Alex Bowman at Martinsville, they got into each other, yeah. spin him and put him in a spin. You know, these type of things have happened to him as well. So, you know, he's just trying to do the best he can. And he's also kind of mentioned that, you know, the respect level – in in cup is just a little bit different than what it used to be. Obviously, the old days are the old days, are the old days for a reason. But still, at the same time, I get where he, where he's coming from and where you know where his uh, frustration lies. So, yeah, it was just wild, and I love how this season has been. It's been very entertaining. This next gen car has been everything I could have ever asked for. I mean, man, it's put on some great shows, and man, I I'm just. I'm just like a loss for words to see what else we may get through the rest of the season. I'm, that's why I'm very excited for Sonoma. I like that road course yeah. quite a bit, and the racing should be very entertaining. I, I well, think. I, I
1: I was just laughing at, at at when when you when you made the outline and, and and the first thing that I thought when I read one of the the outline categories where you you had no new friends for Ross Chastain, all I all I could think about was that Drake song with no new friends, <laughs> no new friends. <laughs> You know it's crazy? After I sent the email,
0: it kinda like rang in my head. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, yeah, that is the Drake song. I almost named it, the episode. It, that. Yeah, for real, I, man. I was very <laughs> I was very close to naming the episode that. I was like, man, that'd be a perfect episode. But I feel like we've done that one time. So I'm gonna leave that one be this time yeah. around. But, you know, actually, somewhat of an inspiration for this title's episode. So I named it Mound City Madness, which is a nickname for St. Louis. But I also thought about one of my favorite childhood games called Midtown Madness, and it was a racing game, and it was nuts. And honestly, that literally sums up what happened at Gateway, so I think I'm going to stick to that. If it does change, well, guess what? You got to this part of the episode where you heard Mm -hmm. one episode name, and you also heard the second one. So depending on which one you get, that's what you're going to get. You'll see on Tuesday, hopefully, but yeah, it was... uh, Man, what a race. I, I mean, I guess now, even though we've talked about a little bit of everything, I guess I can still give everyone the rest of the top ten because, yeah. hey, there was somebody who won the race, a.k.a. Joey Logano, who for some reason keeps winning these inaugural events. Obviously, at the beginning of the season, he won the exhibition, the Busch Clash. And now he wins this race at Gateway, the first cup race ever. So, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty interesting that he actually finished the race clean. Him and Kyle Mm, Busch were on that last restart, and Kyle Busch had a really good move, but Joey countered it, and it was a very clean finish from him, and I know people weren't too happy after what happened at Darlington with him and William Byron, and he effectively moved him out of the way to get that win, and he really did that. He really took the line of, listen, I'd wreck my mom to win a race. I'd wreck my best friend to win a race. He did the the damn thing at Darlington, but this time around, it was pretty clean. So Joey gets his second
1: win of the season sorry to, I didn't mean to cut you off Kenny but but I I just wanted to throw this in here I think part of you know what what Kyle Bush's problem was too is that you know when he kind of when he kind of went up he went up a little too high and allowed you know, and allowed Logano to, to, you know, to cross back on over down low, yep. which really gave him, you know, the advantage there. And I I don't think, I mean, I'm pretty sure Kyle Busch didn't mean to go up that high, but he just kind of just let, he just kind of, I, I you know, not got, got loose, but the car just kind of went up, I think higher than he wanted it to. And uh, that's all Logano needed right there. Yeah,
0: yeah. He got up in the dirty stuff and that didn't really help him out at all. But yeah, it just pretty much gifted in a sense. A Logano's second win, but yeah, yeah, it was a very entertaining mm-hmm. finish to overtime. But, yes, Kyle Busch came home in second. Kurt Busch came home in third. Ryan Blaney in fourth. Eric Almarola in fifth. Martin Truex Jr. in sixth. Seventh was Eric Jones. Eighth was Ross Chastain. Ninth was Christopher Bell. And to round of the top ten, you're Portland. AJ Allmendinger. So he mm-hmm. flew back down to St. Louis, and he still got a top ten uh, for the Colleague Racing Boys. So, yeah, that was a that was a good day for him. And also, for my fans that actually went out to Gateway, they will be coming back next year for 23. There is no exact date just yet, but I think based on what was seen on the TV, that place was packed out. So I'm sure the folks over there at Worldwide Technology Raceway, that's a mouth, are pretty happy about their first Cup Series weekend. And yeah, it was a success in my in my eyes. I haven't really seen many fans Say bad things about it. I think maybe parking took a little bit, but it wasn't Kentucky bad. So long as you don't <laughs> do what they did in Kentucky when they first went back to when Cut first went to Kentucky, you were doing okay. Yeah. I think they've right. I think they've figured that out the hard way. I think Nashville also has learned that as well. They have some new procedures for those going out on Father's Day weekend uh, coming up not to not too long from now. So. Yeah, that was that was gateway, man. What a man, damn well, race! Y- y-
1: yeah, one one thing I do want to add on to the whole Ross Chastain thing, and y- you know, which which this doesn't surprise me because you you would you would hope that that this person has your back, but Justin Marks, you know, it completely backed up, you know, Ross Chastain, which, it, and like I said, is not surprising, but. You know, he, he said something very interesting, and I and I thought it was pretty much the same thing that we were talking about even before we got on the podcast. Which I'm, I, which I know we, we started to really get into it, and we were like, all right, you know, let's let us let us save it for the podcast. But you know, you know, he was talking about how you know Ross being a newcomer and you know being in and almost in the top five of, of of established top five guys already, and they don't like newcomers there. You know, that may be that may be true but nevertheless R- Ross is there and he definitely uh is one of the guys just like you alluded to earlier in the podcast you know he's definitely one of the guys that i think most people you know kind of you know put you know in in the in the top 5 who who might win who, who might win the whole thing this year
0: yeah no for sure and i mean i'm not even surprised Justin Marks backed him in that regard but he understands yeah. how talented i mean he's the one who hired him obviously And on top of that, we've we've clearly seen it. It's not like it's just non-existent. But again, Aggression has won plenty of Drivers' Championships. Just going to name one guy. I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of him. Dale Earnhardt Sr., um, a Mm -hmm. seven-time NASCAR Cup Series champion. So, you know, people like that have won championships. For example, Um, Tony Stewart was an aggressive driver at points. Brad Keselowski has also won championships, which actually segues me into a very interesting fact that could well historical moment that could happen this season so Ooh, there have your... only been four drivers since 2000 who have won a cup title by their 155th career series start those names brad keselowski he won the 2012 title tony stewart won it in 02 matt kinseth won it in 03 and kurt bush won it in 04 and the thing about all the significant thing about all of them brad got his championship on his 125th cup start tony stewart was 140th Kansas was 147th, and Kurt Bush did it on his 150th. So, by the end of this wow. year, if Ross Chastain does win the championship, it would come at as 151st at Phoenix. That's what that would number would end up being. So he would be in some pretty elite company when you think about that. Wow, and I know, man. like, when you, on the grand scheme of things, just think about this: there's 36 races a season. You do the math. That's a very short time frame to be in the top level and obviously it is hard as can be to win a championship in in the cup series as it is so he could very well be in that elite elite company by the end of this year who knows but again like I said before I appreciate his aggression to a certain degree obviously if I was a driver and if it was me I would probably be the same same way being pissed off but hey look guess what you gotta do it at some point in time you just have to be aggressive so you know it's you know it's a different thing for different people and how they feel about it but of course i'm just glad that we can get this type of racing out of drivers i love it i love the personality flaring i love the moments like these and man the thing is they're just all naturally happening a- again you give drivers a car that's capable of doing these type of things you let them put the show on they'll do it for you trust me absolutely you'll see it it's, it's proven <laughs> so yeah you know it, it was it was just a fun a fun day at Gateway. I'm looking forward to next year's race, and I'm sure it'll be just even better.
1: Yeah. Well, you know what's so funny about what you just said there reminded me of uh, of, of of something that's that's that said constantly in the movie Top Gun Maverick. And it, and and when you watch the movie, you're gonna understand what I mean. Because <laughs> sometimes it's not the car; it's the driver. So just remember that. Hey, some, hey sometimes it is. You know, yeah, that's, hey, that's true. <laughs> sometimes hey listen that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna spoil spoil anything and just
0: hey sometimes those things happen so i completely understand but i guess uh that pretty much wraps up gateway and a little bit of portland that we talked about and man it was a a whale of a race but we're gonna stay or a cup at least is going back out to the west coast and look we're going to sonoma raceway this is gonna be a fun one i'm looking forward to it and just before we even get in our predictions i guess i can talk about the last five winners so in 2020 there was no race at sonoma but Mm -hmm. for the last five cup winners 2016 was tony stewart 2017 was kevin harvick 18 and 19 both were martin truex jr and last year's race winner was kyle larson who was a california native right so yeah yeah Last five winners at, at Sonoma, and the first other cup race there was in 1989, and Ricky Rudd was your winner. I believe he's won there more than once. I know 2002 was another year he won at that race, but Sonoma, wow. we're here. We, we're in your neck of the woods, technically. I mean, well, I know where you're at, Southern California, but yeah. still, you get the point. You're in California. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right, well. Kenny, I'm going to let you ask me. I'm going to go first this time. I'll let you ask me who I got. (laughs) Well, I guess it is time for some predictions. (laughs) It's time for Grace Predictions. Renee, who you got? All right. Sonoma, it is. So here we go. I'm actually going to go... Where you know you know what I'm gonna be honest with you. If 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 this whole thing didn't happen this past weekend with Ross Chastain, I might have gone with Ross. But there ain't no way this kid is gonna <laughs> even probably reach the the top ten with you know the next couple of weeks, next the next few races. But I am actually gonna go with you know what. I, I don't I don't want to go with this guy. So you know what? Eh, I'm just gonna go with him because I just kind of I, I I'm just no. You know what? I'm not I'm not. I'm going to go with Chase Elliott. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with number nine, Chase Elliott. That is going to be my main pick. Now, my alternative pick is going to be Martin Truex Jr. That's right. I'm going with the number 19 car as my alternative pick. But my main pick is going to be Chase Elliott. Those are my picks. I'm sticking with them. What say you, Mr. Kenny?
0: Well, road course racing again. I love Sonoma. It's a great track, even though it has had a multitude of names from Sears Point to Infineon Raceway to where we're at now Sonoma Raceway but I think I'm gonna go with some road some folks that are pretty good at road courses and my main pick is also gonna be Chase Elliott he's a master at the road courses and yep. then my alternative pick is gonna be a dark horse somewhat but Daniel Suarez I feel like he is due Woo. for a win he ran really well at Coda and I think Sonoma is just a tad bit more technical than than Coda. Well no, Coda is more technical than Sonoma, but Sonoma is yeah. still a very technical road course in itself. So I'm gonna go with Daniel Suarez. So those are my two picks. I'm sticking with him. Renee,
1: you can close us out. All right. Well, those are our picks. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks? What say you, fans of NASCAR? We really appreciate you guys tuning in each and every week. If you know anybody who loves NASCAR just as much as we do, just as much as you do, please turn them on to our podcast. I'm sure that they'll love us here at All Turns No Breaks. And uh, don't forget to hit us up on our social media across the board. It's at Turns No Breaks across the board. It's at Turns. No breaks on our social media. And once again, for Kenny and myself, we bid you a wonderful rest of the week. And we will see you next week on another episode here of All Turns and No Breaks. Appreciate y'all listening. As always, stay hydrated, man. Thanks so much for tuning in.